This is the weekly sales meeting for April 9th, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic, you have not arrived until you've fired a client. Most sellers cling to every customer as if they were gold, and in many respects, they are. They are the lifeblood of our world. Without customers to sell to, we lose our function. Yet some hold on to every customer, despite it not being a healthy relationship. We cling to customers despite how they treat us. We will put up with certain things because of the money they generate. But some customers can be downright mean. Others think because you are a seller, they have the right to treat you with disrespect. They take liberties with boundaries. They call you during off hours. They make fun of your heritage, appearance, age, or other uncontrolled characteristic. They disrespect you as a person your company as a whole, your place in it, or the service you provide. And while they shouldn't, I know it exists. And because of that, we must deal with it sooner rather than later. The abuse of the seller and customer relationship stems from the age-old balance of power. That idea is that the customer is always right. In an unbalanced relationship, this may be true. But it is up to us to balance the relationship, to bring more to the table than required, to be viewed as a valuable resource rather than a vendor. In some companies, the volume of business is not robust enough to withstand the loss of even one customer, so accommodations are made for those who can't stay in their own lane or color inside the lines. We get what we tolerate. The more we allow this kind of behavior to continue, the more it becomes part of the relationship, and it becomes much harder to correct the longer it goes. Some manage to go through their entire lives treating others with disrespect. Our goal should be to have enough customers in our pipeline so as to not have to put up with those that would disrespect us. There is no amount of money worth the absence of humanity. Your job is hard enough. It doesn't have to get harder by forcing you to tolerate bad behavior. Abusive or aggressive behavior doesn't have to be tolerated. If someone decides they can't act in a civil manner toward you, it is time to find another client. If you've been selling for a long time and have a lengthy client roster, this is a very easy decision. If you've been selling for a few weeks and have two customers, this is a frightening proposition. In this situation, your goal will be to build a client roster so robust you do not have to tolerate this behavior. Not now and not in the future. You cannot control the way others behave, but you can control what you allow and what you tolerate. You can draw both boundaries and the rules of engagement. You can stand up for yourself and act with integrity. You can stand up and say, we are either going to operate as partners or we are not going to operate at all. It is easier when you have a giant client pool to pull from. It can be frightening in the shallow end. American businessman and syndicated columnist Harvey McKay claimed the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships. The quality of your business is no different. Analyze the type of clients and personality types you have on your roster. Ask yourself if these relationships are healthy for for you and your company. At what point would you or do you draw the line? Now, I'm not saying if someone has a bad day, write them off. I am suggesting that long-term patterns are a clear indicator of the relationship. If someone had a bad day, they get a pass. For someone with a bad temperament, we should look to upgrade. This is where you can ask for help. Ask for a manager or a coworker to help you check your situation. You want to be sure you are not over-personalizing it. As a day-to-day -day manager, I would tell you that no one from the outside has the right to treat our people with disrespect. 
That is my domain. When someone from the outside treats one of us with disrespect, we circle the wagons. It is us against them. And that is how your place of business should be, too. We should watch out for each other. We should honor and protect our dignity. Again, that is something I will deal with. I will go see the person and find out what the problem is. Is it a personality conflict or a character flaw? Everyone deserves respect, but they also have to continue to earn it. As the late Shawnee Chief Tecumseh would say, show respect to all people, but grovel to none. In the consultative sales process, business relationships should be built on trust and mutual respect. They should not be built on fear and subservience. We are here to help each other. Often this power struggle between a business and a customer is used to create leverage. Your client is trying to establish dominance in order to secure better service, better pricing, or better placement. In our efforts to please and agree to the idea that the customer is always right, we tend to cave. We put up with this kind of treatment out of fear. It is fear that our customer might leave us as we don't believe we have any power in the situation. But we have to realize we hold the cards. We are the gatekeepers of action. Sure, the customer has options, but not our options. If we realize we are the gatekeepers to whatever it is we sell, we will come to understand that it is of equal or even greater value. Alice Malsenior Tallulah Kate Walker won the Pulitzer Prize for fiction in 1982. Her book, The Color Purple, would later become a major motion picture. She wrote this on the subject, The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. We do that with our customer relationships by failing to understand the value of what we represent. This conflict does not have to be adversarial. It does not have to be us against them. We can turn it into us working with them by establishing boundaries. We can set parameters for doing business together from the first meeting. Dr. Wayne Dyer was a self-help author and motivational speaker. His book, Your Erroneous Zones, is one of the best-selling books of all time. It has registered sales well north of 100 million units. He claimed conflict cannot survive without your participation. I am not saying you don't have to take part in correcting client behavior. I am saying it does not have to be adversarial. It can be cordial and collaborative. It is harder to do when there's been a prolonged pattern of poor behavior on either side. It is easier to do at the first meeting when you set the terms for engagement. It is here where you can lay out how you and your new customer will do business together in the future. It is here where you will earn the right to have a seat at the table as an equal. It is here where you can take that seat as a partner, not a vendor. Your comfort level and your own ability and your own skill will rise the more you've done it. As your portfolio grows, so too does your ability to prospect and weed out the bad fit. In the early days, you cling to every nugget. With experience, you learn to spot the gems from the road apples. As Will Rogers once wrote, good judgment comes from experience, and a lot of that comes from bad judgment. We will make mistakes along the way. It is part of the journey, part of the process. Your long-range goal is to not make the same mistake twice. When you spot something that is not right, work to correct it. Work to get it back on track before it gets too far down the road. True, you will want to work to make all of your clients ideal, but that is utopian at best. You don't have to be best friends with all of them, but you do have to level the playing field so you're viewed as an equal member of the team. If you can get to a place of respect, that is almost better. If you can't get to that place of mutual respect, analyze the issue. Is it you or is it them? Make sure it is not you. If you are the problem, that takes a different path for correction. If they are the problem, address it. 
point out what you are having difficulty dealing with. And if you can't do it yourself, ask for help from your manager or their manager. Get the cards on the table. If after all that effort, the situation doesn't change, look to make your own change. You are well within your right to ask for the client to be reassigned. If that won't work, let them know you won't be doing business together in the future. Let them know that this kind of behavior is not acceptable. Life is too short to put up with bad behavior on either side. Make sure it is not you, but either way, address it before it becomes an insurmountable problem for both parties. If you have reached an impasse, take the last step. Find the most amicable way to end the relationship. Break up, but not in the Taylor Swift way, so you have to write a song about it. If the relationship will not change, change your place in it. As Warren Buffett said, you can't make a good deal with a bad person. I have been on the sending side of this conversation more than once. Only one time was I on the receiving end, and only then because I was standing up for one of my sellers who had been mistreated. And that was by a seller from one of our vendor companies. And that is a different story for another time. On the sending side, we didn't have to be adversarial about it. I explained to the business owner that in order for us to continue to do business together, we needed to redefine the terms of our relationship. And if those terms were acceptable, we could move forward. If not, I would understand. But the future of the business relationship was in his hands. It was a simple conversation. It didn't need to be more complicated than that. Yet, it was only possible because our book of business was large enough to sustain the loss. Keep working until that comfort level is achieved. You know you've arrived the day you have the ability to fire a client and replace them with a better one. In sales, we tolerate a lot to reach the end goal. And things I tolerated in my 20s, I won't now 30 years later. Have a book of business so robust that a single loss won't cripple you. This is how you know you have arrived and made it. You begin to select the customers you want to work with long term. No one has the right to hold you hostage. There is no room in this world for disrespect, sexism, racism, or any other ism. My principles are strong on this. When it comes down to how you are treated, there is no magic line of acceptance. There is only right and wrong. There is a right way to treat people and a wrong way to treat people. And if you find yourself on the abusive end of poor treatment, it is time to walk away. When you can do it with minimal impact, this is how you know you have arrived. My new book, You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room, Nor Should You, is now available on Audible as an audiobook download. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider downloading a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.